Welcome to the Mindset Reload. I am your host, John Robertson. And if you haven't yet, please swing by all of our social media platforms at the Mindset Reload. And be sure to subscribe, like, follow, and share our content with friends and family. Also, please take the time to rate this show as it helps others find this podcast on various search engines. And on today's episode, Strong as a Mother, we will dive into the vital role that a mother plays in our lives as well as the overwhelming tasks, countless worries, sleepless nights, and the struggles to find the time for self-care and self-love. And men, this is an episode that you do not want to miss as there is a message in this episode for you as well. And we will be right back after a word from our sponsor. When shopping for affordable and customizable insurance coverage, look no further than Rustic Ridge Insurance Services of Rome, Georgia. Rustic Ridge Insurance Services specialize in small business and farm insurance, as well as personal auto and property needs. Now serving Georgia and Alabama, contact Rustic Ridge Insurance Services at 706-622-2484. That's 706-622-2484. Call now to protect your assets. Okay, men, whether you are a husband, a boyfriend, etc., this episode and the recap is equally important for you. There is no better way to try and understand a mother than to listen to their feelings, their struggles, their dreams, their goals, and the worries that keep them up at night. So you are encouraged to tune into this episode as well. I would almost go as far as to say that this is a mandatory episode. Why? Well, because the more you understand what a mother is going through, physically, mentally, and emotionally, the more you understand how you can help. Whether that be directly helping, or just helping by listening and staying completely out of the way. How to avoid causing unnecessary stress to an already overloaded plate. And I cannot wait for the recap of this episode, as it's going to be amazing. We will feature my wife, Chelsea Robertson, as well as special guest Ani Michelski, founder of Moms Without Cake. So let's dive into our first topic surrounding self-worth. What is self-worth? Self-worth is the internal sense of being good enough, worthy of love, and the recognition of self-value. Self-worth is often confused with self-esteem, which relies on external factors, such as success and achievements that define your worth and can often be inconsistent, which then can lead to someone struggling with the thought of, am I good enough? They can lead you down a path of becoming vulnerable to toxic relationships and self-defeating behaviors, which can include negative self-talk, avoidance of intimacy, comparing themselves to others, or sabotaging relationships because of feeling undeserving of them. And for anyone that has experienced an unhealthy or toxic relationship, or even a toxic work environment, has experienced at one time or another the feeling of self-doubt that will occur over time and will feel reinforced when staying in this type of relationship or environment. And then the feelings of shame and lack of self-worth will leave you feeling stuck in this unhealthy situation. What is the importance of self-worth? Self-worth is the foundation of self-acceptance, y'all, and self-love. Without feeling a solid sense of worth or value, it is difficult, if not impossible, to feel worthy of love or feeling accepted by others. 
Having a healthy sense of self-worth is essential and can contribute to better relationships, work, health, and overall mental and emotional well-being. So how can we improve self-worth? Do things that you enjoy and things that you're good at that make you feel fulfilling when you're done. Exercise and challenging yourself. Challenge your negative thoughts. Rebuke them. Seek support from friends and family, sometimes a therapist. Build self-worth in your children. It's very important. Okay, so let's talk about topic two. Reclaiming your identity. Losing yourself, right? So when you become a parent, and this episode is geared towards mothers, fathers can also relate to this as well. So you had an identity before you become a parent before you become a mother, before you became a father. Who were you before your children? Some people sit back and they say, you know what? I don't even want to go there because I wasn't happy where I was and my children changed my life. And that's good. But you also have to think of, you had some level of self-respect, self-love, self-care, and things that you enjoyed to do that made you who you were. Now, I'm not necessarily talking about things that didn't create self-growth. I'm talking about things like you had time to take care of yourself. You had time to make decisions that weren't, weren't really based on how it would affect anyone other than yourself. You know, hey, I can take this job and this job's fulfilling, right? Then when you become a parent, you have to think about more than just yourself. So who were you before children, right? What did you do? Did you like going to the gym and now you feel like you don't have time to go? Did you like hanging with your friends? Did you like going to ball games? You know, what was it that you liked? So reclaiming your identity is getting back to ground zero, realizing who you were before children, the good and the bad. Obviously, we've grown past the bad, so we're looking at the good. And reclaim your identity. What made you you? That's important to finding yourself. And then look at who are you now. And like I said, there's going to be good things that outweigh the bad things. But what did you sacrifice and give up? Now, some of that's inevitable, and we can't get it back. And there are sacrifices when it comes to being a mother or a father. Okay? But there was also things that you used to do or that used to make you feel whole that you shouldn't have to sacrifice and give up. So it's important to reclaim that identity. Okay? Who you were four children, who you are now, and how can you get back to a place of peace, which creates happiness? You know, did you read books? Now you don't have time to read books. You know, like I said, did you exercise? Did you take that morning jog? What did you do? We need to try to reclaim that, okay? And then last under this topic is embracing yourself for who you are and what you are. You are a mother, one of the strongest human beings on this earth, no doubt. No matter what you do, you're always dependent upon it. It doesn't matter if you have a one-year-old, 18-year-old, or 24-year-old. You're a mother for life. And as a father, I can attest that there's a lot of sleepless nights. You go to sleep, or try to go to sleep, and you're worrying about the well-being of a young adult child or a teenager. And it's just because we're parents and we're responsible and we love our children. But it's important to not get lost in all of that and embrace yourself, right? 
meaning love yourself too. We have to embrace our struggles. We have to embrace our achievements. And we have to embrace who we are as an individual. Topic three. Let's discuss parental burnout. What is it? Parental burnout is the physical, mental, and emotional exhaustion that you feel from the chronic stress of parenting. What can cause a parental burnout? Parental burnout is the result of prolonged stress where the demands placed upon an individual outweigh their ability to meet expectations. Signs and symptoms of parental burnout are feeling like you need distance from your children. Exhaustion, either physically or mentally. Some folks create a dependency of using, you know, food to make them happy. And even drugs and alcohol to help them cope. It can create a short temper and increased conflict within the family. Disrupted sleep patterns, anxious feelings, anxiety, and even panic attacks. Or feeling overwhelmed and overstimulated. How can we try to overcome it and prevent it from happening again? One of the first things you should do if you feel a burnout is to talk to your spouse, co-parent, or your partner. Explain what it is you're dealing with and how you're feeling. Be 100% honest. And don't be afraid to admit that you're struggling or overworked and overwhelmed. Tell them what you need and create an outline of things that they can do to relieve some of the stress you're struggling with. This could be as simple as expecting more from them, actually. If they aren't pulling their own weight within the household or in the relationship or in the, the co-parenting plan, and this should be a healthy conversation, not an argument. Right? So, husbands, if you come home, boyfriends, if you come home, and your wife worked a full-time job, or, you know, she works from home, or say she doesn't have a job, okay? That was an agreement you guys made together. So what is she doing? She's taking care of the house. She's taking care of the kids. You know, and just because you work, because, I mean, I work, right? Still, I personally don't believe in gender roles. You know, am I going to expect my wife to do heavy lifting or go cut the grass? No, but she's capable of it, and she would. But at the same time, if there's a sink full of dishes, those are my dishes too, okay? Not just hers. Even if I wasn't there and I was at work that day, she, your, your wife, your girlfriend, will stress and worry and worry and worry, and their plate is loaded. doesn't hurt for you to say, hey, honey, what is it that I can do that you trust me with to help relieve stress from you, right? Um. One thing I'm not allowed to do is laundry. It's very particular about laundry. So, hey, I'll wash dishes. I hate washing dishes. Ugh, I hate it, but I'll do it. You know what I mean? Because it helps her and it needs done. Or picking up, you know, the floor or doing anything that you could possibly do to try to help out. It's very, very important, guys. And we have to get enough sleep. Sleep is one of the most essential requirements to improve mental health. It can lead you to feeling better physically, mentally, and emotionally. Even a 20 to 30 minute power nap, for example, can be restorative and reduce stress. They can also improve your focus and help you better regulate your emotions. 
then here's the the word that is in every episode I do, exercise. Finding and making time to do some kind of exercise may seem like a, you know, just hard to fit in or just a ludicrous suggestion, especially if you're feeling exhausted already and drained. But exercise can actually increase your energy. It can increase your energy levels and can also reduce stress at the same time. For instance, myself, I had a day this week, and my wife did too, where she didn't feel like doing anything. I didn't feel like doing anything. And I went to the gym. I forced myself to do it. And my energy level, 30, 45 minutes in, had me feeling like I could run through a wall. And then it's cool because the next day, you know, she kind of had the same thing where she's sitting in the gym parking lot. She's like, I really don't feel like going in. She went in and pushed through and had an amazing day afterwards. So exercise can set the tempo for what kind of productive day you're going to have. It will make you feel better and also reduce stress. And you got to rest when you can. You know, feeling overworked and overwhelmed. Is the stress level particularly high? If so, take a few minutes to just rest. Have a warm cup of coffee or tea. Sit on the couch or on the porch. Or just sit down and watch cartoons with your children. Or listen to music. Creativity is key. Right? So find a hobby. Um, you know, my wife was once asked, you know, what, what is it that you feel like you're creative with? And one of the things was restoring old furniture. Sanding, painting, making something new out of something old is one of her favorite creative tasks to do. Okay, and we need to build a support system, a support network. Having a supportive partner or spouse is great, but many individuals need more help than that. Some also lack resources or at-home support. Parenting groups are a great way to meet like-minded individuals. They may also help you feel heard, seen, and understood because they struggle with the same things. Finding a child care provider or a sitter is a good option, particularly if you need a break. Sometimes it's not an option, but surround yourself with people you trust. And don't be afraid to ask for help. You know, it might be a situation where you have a friend that has a child and you're like, hey, you know, can we get together, let the kids play at the park while we walk around? Or, hey, one day I'll watch the kids while you get to go to the gym or go do something you like doing, and we'll keep swapping. You know, something as easy as that. Also, if you feel overwhelmed and everything you tried just doesn't seem, doesn't seem to be working, it's okay to contact a therapist. A lot of people are ashamed by that. They feel dumbed down by that. They feel, you know, like they're not good enough if they have to get a therapist. I'm the first to tell you that I love therapists. It's good to talk to someone who gets to talk to multiple people every day. And there's no, it's a no judgment zone. Like they're there to actually help you work through your problems. Okay. Never be ashamed. Be patient with yourself. Raising children is both challenging and rewarding at the same time. Feelings of frustration and exhaustion can and do occur. And it's normal. Most individuals will experience parental burnout. How you treat yourself matters. Allow yourself to feel and acknowledge the struggles. Think of ways to improve them personally or with help of others. And remember, you do not have to face everything alone. When everything feels demanding right now, slow it down. Tackle or approach one thing at a time. Put everything in its place. If 
important to the importance of it. Life isn't a race. Just slow it down. It's important to remember you are human. You are vulnerable. You can't do it all, all of the time. Be kind. Be kind to yourself. Be patient with yourself. Practice self-care. Take a couple minutes every morning to just breathe and think about yourself. How strong you are, how badass you are. How many times you felt alone? How many times have you felt overwhelmed, overstimulated, and at the end of your rope? Yet here you are. You made it. You freaking made it. Because you're resilient. Give yourself credit. When you thought it couldn't get no better, it might have been hard as hell, but you made it. You know why? Because you are one strong mother. And that's all I have for you today's episode of the Mindset Reload, Strong as a Mother. We hope that you guys were able to take some of that in and use it in your own life. And this was just a prep episode. Please tune in on the recap of Strong as a Mother as we have my wife, Chelsea Robertson, and special guest and founder of Mothers Without Capes, licensed mental health coach, Bonnie Michalski. She will dive into all these topics, but how she personally helps others cope with these issues. It's no joke, guys. Mothers are the strongest human beings on earth. They're protectors. They love. They nourish. They have a connection like no one else. You are one strong mother. So you guys be sure to follow, like, subscribe, and share our content at the Mindset Reload. If you have any questions for the episode, please email us at podcast at the mindset reload.com. And y'all, I can't even begin to tell you how excited I am to have my wife, Chelsea, and Ani on the recap. It's going to be an amazing show, and be sure to tune in. Until next time, I hope you guys have a great week. Mm-hmm.